Welcome back to another episode of YAA 2.0. You're already accepted. It's Jonathan Pierre. Hello, season it is two. Ethan Dixon hey. in the building, and it is Christian Dixon. And we are here with episode twenty, part one, part one of two parts for episode twenty, folks. We've got a special series of episodes lined up for you. So don't forget to smash that like button. No, I feel like a YouTuber right now. <laughs> <Smashed it. laughs> um, we do most of our work on Spotify now. So exactly, we, exactly. We right? YouTube game. Shout out to our YouTube audience. Though. Yeah. <laughs> two of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one of them is me too. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so today we're looking at season two, episode thirteen, right? Yeah. Um, episode 13. Celebrity pharmacology. Um, so in this episode, Annie, the um, former drug addict, ironically enough, is um, producing an anti-drug play that the Greendale Seven are putting on for middle school kids. Mm. Um, and the idea is that they're going to act out, you know, some scenes and teach everybody the important lesson of not drugs. Um, so while this is kind of the framework for the episode, couple of, you know, conflicts arise. I think probably the most notable or like the the lead conflict is um Pierce doesn't like his role cuz he plays drugs. He gets flushed down the toilet. Like he's not happy with his there are no small parts, there's only small actors BS. Um so he visits Annie, not weirdly, I guess. I mean maybe kind of weird, but basically he pays Annie but he like frames it as a sort of like you're independent and I'm independent. So let's be independent together. We need each other. We need yeah. each other. Right? <laughs> um, and so he like gives her money, but then he starts using that as leverage to like make changes to the script. And like, basically he ends up stealing the show. Um, drugs becomes this really cool character. And like Pierce literally plays drugs. He's a giant marijuana leaf. <laughs> um, so by the end of it, Pierce is kind of sabotaged the play and the kids love like the idea of drugs and the character drugs. Um, another conflict is that, Britta and Jeff are playing like the cool cats. They have like leather jackets and sunglasses and cat ears. Um, and Britta's phone goes off and while she's away. And so Jeff sees this text from like this, this guy named Marcus. And Marcus is excited to see Britta at the play. And so Jeff, being the douchebag that he is, thinks it's funny to like text Marcus like these like really risque like, oh, I'm excited to show you what's underneath my costume, not the costume itself. Turns out it's Britta's like 12-year-old nephew. So like the legal ramifications of that is... Very, very troubling. Um, but so basically, Jeff ropes Abed into it, but Abed is not really part of the conflict. He just like stares yeah. at Jeff the whole time. Do you think that was a good idea? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Abed. Yeah. Um, and then the sort of like the tertiary conflict, I guess, is uh, Shirley is pissed at Chang for maybe getting her pregnant. Um, so she's like ignoring Chang the whole time. And the whole thing is like, well, you can't ignore me forever. Well, maybe you can. And like, I don't know. It the, the the tertiary conflict deserves its spot at the bottom of the pile because it's not really interesting to me. Yeah. But so as I'm just trying to think of like so the play. Let's let's think about the plot of the play now. We've seen the plot of the episode. Now the plot got, of the play. The plot of the play. You know. <laughs> the plot of the play. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Um, <laughs> so so in the um the pharmacology universe or the drugs universe, we'll call it that. Um, Abed and Troy are bees. The the drug cinematic universe. The drug DCCU. <laughs> not not the DC cinematic universe. Yeah, that's yeah. the DCCU. Um <laughs> but so Troy and Abed in the morning are bees and they're like, Man, they are worker bees. They are so tired, but drugs give them a buzz. Right. And that's pause for effect. Um surely the crayon. Which I don't really know the point of that. I don't think I, it's kind of one of those just like dumb, like I don't think there's a point they to it. They just found a costume of a probably. And, yeah. Um Pearson uh 
no. Jeff and Britta, like I mentioned, are the cool cats. So they're like, we're too cool for drugs. Or maybe we're the cool guys, so we take drugs. I'm kind of mm-hmm. confused. I think that's, that. I think they were taking drugs because Jeff has a funeral. Oh, yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that does answer my question. Jeff Winger is attractive in a coffin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Annie's not in the play. She's just the producer of it. Um, and Pierce is drugs. Abed introduces Troy to drugs, played by Pierce. Initially, uh, Pierce didn't say anything, but he convinced Annie to add the line of like, don't call me, honey, honey, yeah. which is not a funny a funny line, but I think yeah, it's kind of the point. Yeah, like, oh, like, oh my gosh. Um, it sounds like it would belong in anti-drug play for middle yeah. schoolers, but yeah. And then we, I guess we don't see the whole play because it's like, that's not really part of it, but um, Jeff dies from drugs, I'm assuming, and then they flush drugs down the toilet, but he ends up coming back because he sabotages the play. Drugs comes back and chases the, the crayon around the yeah. Zip. <laughs> so we should probably mention like the the reason that Pierce is so obsessed with having more of a part in the play is because Ooh, yeah. he was supposed to be in commercials for Hawthorne Wipes as a kid. And he was so basically his dad was so ashamed of him, kind of, right? Is that kind of the, the point? Yeah. Well, you should have done better. And you dang audition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, we see a scene of Pierce watching old commercial outtakes. Yeah by himself and his dad is awful to they him. They frame that really well too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Super creepy. Villain like, origin story for yeah. Pierce yeah. basically. Yeah. 50 years I, too late. See like Marvel did it with uh, Killmonger. Community did it with Pierce. Like, yeah. you, you feel for him. <laughs> what to say? Black Panther was on original. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean is, is there anything else we're missing I guess really? Um, Chang gets to show the gets yeah. to see the show. So that's, the that's, a good, that's a good way to finish the, the episode the plot, yeah. um so chang is crazy right that's why so shirley's not talking to him the entire episode because she thinks that she's carrying his baby but basically finally like midway through the episode the dean is mad at pierce for getting the kids to chant like they love drugs and so the kind of the, the the fire control the damage control is that they have to figure out a way to get the kids to hate drugs so pierce kind of like storms off the set and chang is like did somebody say crazy person and they're like, no. It's like, well, I heard it. And so he goes out and basically does like a 180. Uh, it is like being Chang. And the middle schoolers are like, you're not drugs. It's like, oh, but I am. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to kill your mom. Or no. Kill your dog and eat your mom's face. And wear your little brother's skin like pajamas. Yeah. And then he's like, and there's nothing you can do about it. And the kids are like, let's kill him. He's yeah. like, I'll bring it on you little creeps. And they just like start beating him up, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. I love the sound effects yeah. and just something about it. <laughs> um, and so that kind of resolves um, all the plots, except for Jeff kind of goes and talks to Marcus and tells him, hey, it was me who's texting you, not Britta. So don't. And also, OK, I want to also add that Marcus sends a, sends a picture of his drunk to his aunt, which Jeff sees. And that's problematic for a lot of reasons. But they both agree, like, oh, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna say anything as long as you do something for me. There's a price for it, and basically, you find out that Jeff stole Britta's bra and gave it to Marcus. So, like, there's a lot wrong with that, and it's all played off for jokes. And I think it's better to just kind of forget about it. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So it was an episode, definitely one of the episodes of all time for Community. Did you guys have any? Any A plus? Any uh, anything? Any redeeming qualities? Any things that you liked about the episode? I mean, the only line that really made me laugh a little bit was the when Pierce goes into Annie's apartment for the first time, and she asks him, "Pierce, what are you doing here?" 
He's like, let me answer your question with two of my own. Why are you living in an apartment above Dildopolis? And when do they open a second location? That's <laughs> uh, funny. Because Annie lives above a uh, sex toy store. What, what does she call it? A uh, adult? Marital, marital Mar- aid store. Marital, marital aid store. Aid store. <laughs> but I feel like if you're going to a, one of those stores that you're not married. Like, yeah. I've oh. always gotten the impression that it's more, you know. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> more like a one night stand store. Yeah. Or, or more of like a lack of marital aid. Yeah. Or like, like a you know, single person store. Single person store. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to cheat on my wife's store. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, not even that. Just like, oh, I, I don't have anybody to marry me store. So like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does uh, that is that is one of the uh, yeah one of the things that exists. You got any A plus scenes, Christian? Um, did you, Jonathan? Do you have anything that you liked? There was episode? not really. Um, I'm trying to think. I thought like the hmm, kind of like that first scene of following of like where Pierce is following Annie back to her place, and they kind of have that heart to heart. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he thinks that Annie's landlord is a rapist. Oh, yeah. If, <laughs> if you, you want to rape you, you <laughs> which is awful. But uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> there's a rapist out there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like locking the door behind him. There's yeah. a rapist out there. That's my landlord. Pierce. <laughs> she says that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Pierce, you guys, I'm sorry. Very, very Allison Brie voice act. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you guys suck. <laughs> What'd you say? I don't know. All of us suck. suck. Yeah. <laughs> The hmm, let's see, I guess maybe I'll bring this up later in Martin Red, but like, you know, I'm gonna actually say go for it, go for it. Well, I was gonna say like keep you keep your train of thought because like they tried to almost kind of play this whole like dynamic of before like the money part was revealed that like Pierce and Annie were having some sort of like inappropriate relationship and stuff like that. I mean, am I am I crazy? Um, well, cause he says, uh, dividing to remind you that I was at your house last night with, with money for, he says something weird about like, but, and that's the, and the group is supposed to assume that. Yeah. 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 Just the I, way Pierce says it. Yeah. See, I thought I remembered, and maybe this is in a later episode or something, but I thought I remembered like after they hug that Pierce tried to kiss her. And like, mm-hmm. you're like, ah, ah, Pierce. I think that was in an earlier episode. I think we've already seen that. Maybe. And I can't remember which episode it was. Um, I don't think. And maybe it's just because I had already seen the episode, so I knew about it. But uh, I don't. I think for me, I'm trying to remember back the first time I watched it. Like I could tell that Pierce was upset with his part, and so that's what he was following Annie for. But yeah, that, that is kind of weird. I don't know. I don't like that. We yeah. talk about how Jeff and Annie is weird. Britta, Pierce, and Annie is even worse. Yeah. And then Pierce going, uh, like after the like the kids are cheering, like we want drugs. He like leaves the stage, like screw you. Screw you, father. They love me. I'm a god. I'll screw you, Nigel. I'll screw you, Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, nah, that's pretty much all I got for. But for the heart to heart was really, I mean, Pierce is a skis bag. So, like, obviously, he's using that manipulatively. But um, really, he's saying that, like, Annie's independent, but she's gotten cut off from her parents. And so she's, like, living. That's why she's living above Dildopolis, is because, like, that's the only place she can afford. So Pierce is going to give her some money as like, oh, this is just a gift coming down from the heavens into your hands, you know. Um, But then he uses that as like, oh, I, you know, I'm here's your pen back. I must have kept it while I was, you know, writing you a check for a lot of money, that sort of thing. Okay. do you think that like, which I'm trying to imagine being in that situation, being in any shoes, but like where you would actually take the money? Well, not just take the money, but then let that like manipulate so much in like 
turn my script around and like see i was thinking the same thing because yeah he, she compromises a lot um at first it's just like a, oh maybe maybe she can let pierce say that one line that he wants to do mm-hmm. but it just like kind of progresses and so i was thinking about that i feel like i think pierce actually does say a line and maybe i'm imagining it but basically like oh you're willing to you know you're willing to let somebody compromise your values to give you money but you're not willing to let them like take the scene over or something kind of like that yeah yeah, yeah. Cause then you, cause then, okay. I want to say that there is a scene like after Pierce leaves the stage, like basically the group finds out that he paid her to like, let him do stuff more and then get mad at her. Cause they're like, Oh, the whole reason that we did this stupid play is cause you had values and you had morals. And then she's like, she has to apologize to them. Like, I don't really think that she needs, she has anything to apologize for. Like, I think that it's one of those things of if she would have explained the situation, like, yeah, like you guys, like Pierce came to my apartment First of all, that is weird again, but like gave me a gift. Like he said it was a gift. Like, you know, you can't, you can't change a gift, right? Like if, if I bought you guys pizza and then later on I was like, all right, now you guys have to clean my entire apartment or clean my litter box out. Like that's, then it's not like a gift. Your Although, litter box? Yeah. What? Your litter box? Oh, yeah. my, my cat's litter box. <laughs> yeah, guys, I haven't cleaned it up for a week and it's mad dumpy in there. Um, <laughs> that's what that smell is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that Annie was in the wrong for like at least letting Pierce say a couple lines. Mm-hmm. But I think that it just like the situation got away from her. Yeah, you know, like because then it's like that slippery, sl- slippery slope of well, if if you stop the line here, like why did you let them do it before? Or why wouldn't mm-hmm. you let them do it? Yeah, so yeah, I mean, this episode was kind of mid. It wasn't bad. It was definitely not a uh, um, Professor Slater episode. That's her name, right? Slater. Yeah, yeah. I've I've removed her from my mind because she doesn't exist in the show anymore. Um, but there are still some funny like interactions. Um, the fact that um, like the first scene or the first like couple of lines of dialogue are Abed and Troy in their B costumes, and Troy is like, I don't know, my heart's not in it. Like I had a lot more confidence when my costume was on the other <laughs> way because it's like the stinger, you know, is yeah. in the front, and then the dean comes in in a B costume, and. And he was like, oh, uh, you know, would you like to would you like to be a part of the program? And he's like, well, obviously, by my costume, I'd love to. But by my costume, I have other plans. So I'm off to the airport. Yeah. The Hampton. Ramon, yeah. Yes. So, uh, the, the airport Ramada. And he walks away and Troy's like, well, why, how come he got a front facing stinger? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he made a trip to a trip to the store below Annie's apartment. That's what that's for sure. Yeah. One of the the three thumbs up. The three th- yeah. uh, <laughs> those the front thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's an interaction between like the group and Annie and basically everybody's sort of criticizing Annie for having the play. And then Britta says something about like, you know, how she doesn't like it. And Annie's like, Britta, you don't count. You respond to everything incorrectly. And Britta's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, because Britta's like, when I saw those those uh, school assemblies about drugs, it just made me want to do drugs more or push me to drugs. And so she's saying how she responded the opposite way of what they meant to. Yeah. And he's like, you respond to everything poorly. Yeah. Thank Did you. you guys ever like, I mean, like the dare program, any of those, I guess the, that's what we had. Red but, ribbon week. Yeah. Red yeah. <laughs> and they were like, so my kindergarten year, they gave us like, it was like the stuff that you used to wrap presents with like a bow. Yeah. Like that kind of metallic tape. And they're like, all right, go tie these things around the school. And like, even till like my eighth grade year, there were still those little ribbons, like, tied on to like railings or like the the pull of the slide or anything like that and so yeah the idea was like they're like white though faded yeah they're like yeah. faded to nothing and the idea is like you know I, I what was red ribbon was it in response to like drug deaths or something like that i really don't know why the 
I, like, was it, so you remember, like, I guess it's a reminder that drugs are bad. Like, right. why is a red ribbon a reminder? Why not just like post a sign that says, but there was also, there was also a competition. Cause if you could say red ribbon week, the most times in a row without messing up and you got a prize. But I think it was like our school had bulldog bucks cause we were the New York bulldogs, um, <laughs> which you could spend on like a piece of candy or like a crappy, like one of those McDonald's video game toy things. So I don't remember where we're going with that. Oh, but yeah, I was thinking in all of the like middle school, elementary and middle school presentations that I went to, like this play would not have felt out of place for me. Like <laughs> we had, we had like a magician come one time and he was oh, like, um, I think his whole message was like positivity or no, I think he, maybe he was an anti-drug magician. <laughs> like those guys exist, but I think his message was like, uh, you know, magic is like life needs magic, but you know what? Life doesn't need drugs. <laughs> Something <laughs> crazy takes like, away the magic of life. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> as, as magical as black tar heroin might seem at the front end. <laughs> I don't know. Marijuana feels pretty magical to me. <laughs> yeah. and I'm tripping. You know? Cause, cause he did like the whole like uh, magic rope thing. And like, it's like, it's like, it's like not flaccid. And then it turns flaccid. Um, <laughs> don't say it like that. Limp. <laughs> it's, it is firm and straight and he turns it limp. The um, is firm and straight. Like, and see kids. Rope is erect. Yeah. <laughs> see, alcohol abuse can actually do this to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll learn that when you're old. <laughs> um, but we also had one, we had those like, did you ever, did you, okay, first of all, did you ever have the Christian TV channel growing up, TBN? JCTV. JCTV. Yes. Uh, TBN2. Uh, okay. In the mornings. Telemundo or whatever. Yeah, Telemundo. Telemundo. 16.4 and then 16.5. Yeah. Right. Like, the kids. The kids, yeah. So <laughs> in the morning, they would, put, like, every once in a while, they have, like, Team Extreme, and it was, like, Christian bodybuilders, and they would, like, <laughs> crush a soda can, or they would, like, rip a phone book. Rip a phone book. Or they oh, would, like, yeah. they would, like, dive through, like, plexiglass or something like that. Do you remember that? I kind of remember that, yeah. Um. And so it was my dad's church when I was like eight or whatever. And they and came like, to they came to a school near yeah, us, yeah. and we went phone books, uh, some blocks, some time, some like right. rebar or something. Yeah. Like that, I think yeah, <laughs> right, like, yeah, piece of rebar. Like, <laughs> and so I, I distinctly remember this. This was in Bramer Breckenridge, mm -hmm. um, and these two guys came in out of like the whole team, and they were Christians, but like they couldn't talk about Christianity like in school, obviously. So like the the biggest influencer to your life is you. And they even had a kid go up and he's like, I want to be a WWE wrestler when I grow up. And he was like eight. And his whole thing was that he had to like hold on to a towel. And the guy was going to like talk about like, yeah, only you can determine your future. And you've got to believe in yourself and you've got to do it. He'd like yank the towel and like flip it over his shoulder. And the kid actually like let go or like he like flew off and like landed on the ground. And the kid's name was Ethan, which I thought was funny because, you know, he's like, oh, see, Ethan, you let go of your dream. <laughs> I was like, I bet that kid never went to the WWE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of ruined it for him. Huh? Kind of ruined it for him. <laughs> um, but so, you know, as ridiculous as like the bees and the crayon and the cool cats are, um, I don't think it's that out of place for a real like public school drug. Um, and I don't, do you guys ever watch Eddie Burback videos? Oh, Eddie, Ethan looks like a really skinny Eddie Burbeck because you have the the glasses yeah. and the mustache. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he did a video on Dare, and he was like, "I remember they promised me an entire night of video games and pizza and bowling and skating, and I showed up, and there was only one pizza for all of us, and people <laughs> they lied to me. So like, I'm not going to do drugs, but that was the opposite. Like, you promise people these things and you don't deliver it. So make if you're going to have a Dare program, like follow through with it. So. 
Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that this episode tackled the whole like we're gonna bring a bunch of public school students and they're gonna hate it, but we're gonna act like we're cool and hip. Like they give them all anti drug baseballs. So the next time you think about doing drugs, think about baseball instead. Because <laughs> yeah. baseball's never had drugs in it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Um I know Sammy Sosa. Everybody from the seventies. Right, right. Yeah. Um <laughs> but uh Yeah. Leading the class who you got. You know, I think that I am going to say Annie. I think that again, being a recovering drug addict, you know, it's it's good that she wants to keep other kids from that. Again, I don't blame her um, for taking the money from Pierce because, like, if you're struggling to pay rent, like, you would. And it's Pierce's fault for, like, manipulating her into that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I think Annie leads the class for me. She's, she, she has probably the most storyline. This is one of those episodes where the whole uh, Greendale 7 is in one plot. But I think she has most of the storyline for that. So Yeah, I was going to go with Troy and Abed. I know it's kind of cheating because, you know, they're two. But... I did this, the like the bee scenes, like when they're in the beginning and like when they're being the bees, but like when they're humming or I guess buzzing the funeral song at Jeff's funeral in the play. I thought that was, it just cracked me up. And, uh, and then Abed, like he kind of has the side plot with Jeff where Abed's kind of involved. I mean, he's obviously disapproving of Jeff sending the text in general. And then whenever, you know, Jeff's texting Marcus back and Abed's just like staring at him, screw you, Abed. Yeah. And I, that just cracked me up. I thought Troy and Abed were really, the only two that really made me. The only two that really weren't unlikable in this one, you know, yeah. everybody else like Jeff's kind of a jerk. Creep. Britta's kind of weird. I guess she's not really, it's not really her fault because she doesn't know that Jeff's doing it. So really Britta's fine, I guess. Like obviously, you know, Annie and Pierce have their moments and I guess Shirley's kind of rude to Chang, although I can't really blame her. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, episode blows. Troy and I bet are always fun though. So, you know, yeah. seeing them as bees is pretty funny. I'd say I give it to Pierce just because... Um, I mean, he's kind of the main conflict in the episode, but also, yeah, like has some nice moments, but also it's like, it's, there's a reason that he's a jerk, like with the whole, you know, dad baggage and all that stuff or dadage, if you will, dadage <laughs> or zadage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I just picked Pierce. Slow pack. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> you're good. No, but I just picked Pierce just, just for those things. So let's say any extra credit. I couldn't really think of anything. I mean, but I guess we kind of talked about the whole anti-drug thing. Right. Have, okay. So there's a, there's a whole like running joke of like Charleston shoes. I've yeah. never, I've never had them. Are they just sort of like that? Like forgettable. Is that the joke that nobody ever is? I don't think I've ever had it either. It's like nougat and so is it, uh, like peanuts. I think is it like kind of like chocolate? I think. Oh, okay. So like almost like a payday and a tootsie roll put together or something like that, which again, I've never had them either. So, um, yeah. So ma- so maybe it's like it's a little internet research right now. Charleston. Charleston Slim Shady. Hotter than it's a twin bay. Flavored nougat covered in chocolate flavor coating. So it's literally just n- nougat. So it's like, tr- it's like I think it was a tears bar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That doesn't sound that bad. Good. Yeah. But I think it's kind of like an old fashioned yeah. candy. Yeah, and that's kind of like the point like old people like it, I guess. And I guess that's kind of the joke is like it's just forgettable. Like nobody's ever like, you know what I could go for right now? A Charleston Chew. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they should have. They should have uh, made a joke about tropical skittles again, right? Yeah, like, well, thanks. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would yeah be nice. right. Um, but like in terms of my like Mark and Red, I just have a couple. I feel like Cheng would be in such worse shape. Again, beat up by were, fifty middle schoolers. Because like I remember thinking that Mike, like myself, was a little kid. Like obviously, I'm not as strong as I was. You can still swing for the fences. I'm though, not right? as strong as I was back then. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as strong as I was. <laughs> Go on, Dave. <laughs> when I was good once, as I 
Yeah. So, but yeah, I just feel like Chang would be in such worse shape with like it's like fifty kids. And at first, like black kid that runs up on him is like pretty big. <laughs> Let's kill like, him. And Chang's only like five three, so it's like he, it's not you know not a lot. Like yeah. And so when they showed him, he's just like he just has like kind of a a bruise. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, come on. He should like. <laughs> but I I I wonder. Do you think that maybe this is because obviously he's already crazy. Do you think this is maybe he gets some brain damage and that's what turns him over the edge? Because after this, this is like the first like psychotic moment because Shirley's like, you know, like as hard as I've been on you, like I still appreciate what you did for those kids. And he's like, let me go get Chang and you can tell him that yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah just, he looks like her. Or yeah. Has a crazy maybe, look. So here's, here's a little headcanon. Maybe, maybe maybe him getting beat up by those 50 middle schoolers. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen him do the whole Gollum Smeagol thing. Though, ah, so dang he's it. You're right. You're right. Anyways. You're right. <laughs> this didn't help, though. Dang it. I thought I had something going there. No, you're good. Also, one thing I forgot to mention, I do love whenever the kids like chase the Greendale Seven off the stage and they start throwing the baseballs. Like the first one gets thrown at Abed and he just like catches it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Abed without just, even reacting, just, which is like, yeah, Abed is a sport athlete. Like yeah. he's a multi sport athlete. And then it hits oh, it Troy in the nose, though. Like that would break your nose. Oh, yeah. For, right. Oh, yeah. Well, so were they actual baseballs or were they like little, um, like plush, plush ones? I mean, because the dean called them baseballs. Yeah, but know. they, the kids were holding them. Like I was trying to tell from, Looking at it, it didn't look like a real baseball. Like the the, the stitching didn't look raised like a real baseball. It looked like a yeah. printed. It looked like it was printed, so it kind of looked like a little plush. But it, I don't baseball, think you'd be but able I'm to throw those though. I mean, you could, but it would just be like a. Whoo. It could have been like a uh, like a beanbag type thing too. Those mm-hmm. would have a little more weight to them, and you could throw mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah that's know. fair. That's I like bet. a like a stress ball type thing, almost those yeah. beanbags, I guess. But think you know. about baseball instead. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like I just that's I mean it's like you know the american pastime but just let's just let's play baseball you know instead of <laughs> go do drugs let's <laughs> let's just ponder something good for you like yeah. baseball <laughs> <laughs> would have been funnier if they like the baseballs had like some kind of old like greendale like it was an old promotional material thing like yeah, it was right? found in like a closet somewhere like, yeah. like, <laughs> they, i mean they've already done aids but it'd be funny if it was like an aids promotion yeah yeah <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna aid you in your fight against like, drugs american bicentennial 1976 like, <laughs> right yeah. and then it's like the greendale normal school instead yeah. of community, community college <laughs> also this is kind of something what if okay because most schools they go from a two-year to a four-year university what if greendale is was the opposite like they actually used to be a four-year <laughs> school it's like well then uh all of our all of our student population was killed by a uh comanche raid so we had to drop down to community college <laughs> <laughs> that's good Nice. I like it. Um, Maybe yeah. a movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. My other March in Red was I feel like Annie would already have a job. Like it was, it was you know fun to like watch her like pick up pick up cans, and it's a nice like uh, inspiring story, real uh, pursuit of happiness kind of stuff. But like, I mean, this is her second year in college, so I mean, by her own story, she's been cut off for over a year. Like, I'm like, why don't you already have like why aren't you already working? And like. She's smart enough to work and have great grades. So the idea that like, oh, you know, I'm just going to get a job. Like, I'm just I, I feel like that was a simple. Like, then when, that never comes back around. No, it's like we no. find out that Britta has a job before we find out that Annie does. Yeah. But I think that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this episode. Oh, did you get rated, by the way? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. My fault. Um, I'll probably say overall, I'm going to give it a seven because uh, I think that watching the episode i enjoyed it um like kind of digging into it <sighs> you know what dang it, i'm i'm giving it a six yeah i'm i'm not because I'm, I'm not super happy with this episode 
but like as i watched i did enjoy it and it, it's like it's not impressive to me but i i, I just i'm just gonna go with a six yeah I'm done talking. Get, I feel. I feel like you're right. I feel like the episode had a lot of potential, especially because it's relatable. I feel like it's really frustrating to watch Pierce sabotage it. Mm. Like if it was a real, yeah. if it was a real scenario, be like, "Hey, dude, stop messing it up." But like, since it's a car, it's an episode, like you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, I think that that kind of adds a layer of frustration to it. I get agreed. That. Agreed. Which that's another thing with sitcoms, like. They're, okay, you can have bad episodes that like aren't funny or whatever, but like there's something else to like frustrating episodes, like the like the Schmitty episode for this series, or like I'm trying to think of a great um, example. like the Frasier episode where uh, or I hate this one. I don't know if everybody else does, but the the Frasier episode, I think it's in the later Wait, season, pardon? where he's like uh, he's at the parking garage and he just like refuses and, to pay the is, parking and thing, that, he just, yes. and he just sits there. Isn't, yes. that, isn't that Luis Guzman who's in the? You know, I think it is actually. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> See, I I think the Frasier episode with um. The guy from Monk, what's his name? Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. That yeah. one's frustrating too. Yeah, the, yeah. Where he burns down he, the guys. He burns down the guys. Like, yes. He's like, why don't you like me? I, I, I do like you, yeah. and I like your son, and I like you. I probably shouldn't do that accent, but um, he, he did it. And he's not. You know. um, but yeah, it's it, it, it's not it's not. You have to like get through it to get to the next episode. Exactly. Right? Or Scott's thoughts. Yeah. Or right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, that's yeah. what I love about like what pretty much the hollywood that like we grew up watching like you can have a jewish man playing a <laughs> who so will play in a, a um a white american in his own show but also play in uh, man. An Indian man. <laughs> have you seen oscar isaac's uh i think it's like an snl cold open he's like yeah hosting. He's like, i'm puerto rican like half puerto rican and- like his real name is like oscar isaac has like, it's because he's he's like half puerto rican or something like that he's like, like got a very mixed heritage mm-hmm. it's like of course when i went to hollywood the producers picked the two widest names, Oscar Isaac, to be yeah. my, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I want to say, what about y'all? Yeah, some some blows. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I laughed a few times, but I agree. Like, good potential for the episode in terms of like having a plot about a play that's anti drugs, and of course, the Green Deal Seven is the group that like gets to do it. But mm-hmm. um, it just it's off the mark. Like, the Pierce Annie plot is just weird to me. Like, I. I think they kind of almost realized like, oh, shoot, we haven't had Annie and Pierce really interact that much. Maybe we should have a plot with them. And it, I, I don't know. It's just so boring to me. Like Pierce is so un- unlikable. And it just relies too much on like the physical comedy side of it. You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, Chang got beat up. <laughs> Pierce is being dumb. Like he's nobody asked you a crayon. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> and like, I, get, I think that's the point of like, why is Pierce's humor what the kids like? Because he's an old guy. Mm-hmm. But Pokemon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> What's he? Is Abba yeah. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe I should say good one, and that way Pierce and Jeff. Also, I think I should have Jeff. Oh, Jeff's letter jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, uh, this episode just—it's meh. It's five out of ten. It's mid. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a Thursday night football game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> oh god. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather watch this in the Amazon uh, Thursday night football games that we've had lately. That's fair. I'd rather watch this in lieu of Thursday. This night is football. only twenty minutes long, so that's probably mm, why. That's fair. <laughs> You could probably get through the whole episode and there still would be a score. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know. I think I think we've already kind of talked it in its course. It's not a very complex episode. I mean, maybe it is, yeah. but like it's pretty pretty straightforward. I'm going to give it, I don't know. I'll give it a red ribbon week out of dare. <laughs> um, I feel like the way that like the Pierce and Annie storyline wraps up is really sweet after Pierce dies. Um, spoiler alert for those who <laughs> you know maybe you aren't watching, haven't watched the show yet. But I mean, Chevy Chase was written off the show because he's a bad person, so I don't feel bad about that. Um, but I don't think it's really earned because there are those kind of like weird, 
you know, trying to kiss any sort of things. Mm-hmm. I don't think really many of Pierce's like feel good storylines are earned because then like in the next episode, we're going to see how awful of a human being he is for Dungeons and Dragons. So it's sweet that he actually cares about her, but it's not, it's still manipulative, you know? Yeah. So, so I don't like that, but, um, so folks, you've kind of seen, we've, we've all had, uh, pretty, a pretty, um, <laughs> this episode sort of shat the bed. Um, that's <laughs> one of my favorite, favorite sayings. Um, but we'll be, we'll be coming back right at you with, um, episode 20 part two um dungeon dragons next so stay tuned for that Why? 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 Why?